Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Everett Farnell, I am totally excited about today's topic. It's going to be another huge, fantastic, just a terrific topic. It's going to be an amazing, I promise you, believe me, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, it's going to be the hugest podcast, in the, or the hugest episode of the hugest podcast so far. Uh, our every listeners are going to get so tired of excellent episodes. You're just going to get tired of, of excellent episodes that you're just going to want to keep listening. Anyway, so uh, here's the thing. At the end of the last week's segment, uh, you know, we, we teased you a little bit. Everett said we're going to talk here about the most important topic and the one that business owners screw up the most. Actually, we're going to uh, push that ahead to next week. So if you want to, like, click away right now and not listen, uh, go ahead, I guess. But uh, I want to continue a little bit more on yesterday's topic because this is such a key thing for Trump and for all business owners, this, this sounding like a real person, because along with this, Everett, I want to talk today about how Donald Trump is, is himself. He's authentic and how every business owner Absolutely. needs to be authentic. Donald Trump did not come out no matter how many times they tell him, at least not yet, to say to be more presidential. He refuses. I mean, first of all, my thought on that, it's just my thought, but like, be presidential, what does that mean? If being presidential is like the guy who's gotten in all this trouble with us for the last eight years, who the hell wants more of that? Like, what is this, since when is being presidential such a good thing? The last two presidents have gotten into so much debt we can't even get out of. Like, how is being presidential such a good thing? But anyway, Donald Trump continues to just be himself, and anyone else that tries to be Donald Trump fails miserably. Uh, Donald Trump is a brash, rude, you know, combative, uh, insulting person. That's just who he is. Well, the second that Marco Rubio tries that, he's out of the race the next day. You know, like, yeah, he got cruised two days ago, was like, I'm going to tell you the truth about what I think of Donald Trump. He's A, B, C, X, Y, Z, but the next day, you know what, I'm out of the race. Like, yeah, that two days later. work to try and be. So if you're a business owner and you're looking across town at a successful business owner and who is whatever your personality is not, and you say, I'm going to try and be that, it's not going to work. At the same and at the same time, if you try and be someone else, if Trump said I'm going to be presidential, he's right. He tells you straight out, my 35,000 people in the auditorium will go down to 35, and you'd be bored out of your mind. And so, all you know, when he said I'm going to be more presidential, he got an amazing response on his Twitter and email and who knows what everything of people going, no, 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 be who you are. So how can business owners use that to be who they are? And obviously, if you see by Trump, it's whoever you are. Who would really think? I mean, go ahead. Go back to all the expert, pundit experts out there who will tell you that somebody who is rude and obnoxious and, and everything Trump is could never win the nomination of the vaunted uh, Republican Party, the party of Reagan, the party of Abraham Lincoln, the grand old party <laughs> chap. I mean, how can Donald Trump represent us? I will never vote for Trump. Blah, 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 blah. It's all nonsense. Yeah, it's all, it's all ridiculous. Listen, the, the most, most of our listeners Listeners, um, if they haven't given it any thought, they're going to. They could articulate with a little bit of thought their perfect customer. That's they. They can do that. They that's a possibility. Now, what they fail to realize is that every customer has a perfect business owner too. 
So there's, you know, it's not always about, uh, as a matter of fact, 95% of the time, it's not about who's cheapest. Um, you know, there's only 5% of the market who, who's ordering, you know, who's, who's uh, putting something in based on, you know, they're buying something based on who's cheapest. And that 5%, while we might feel bad for them or we might, you know, might appreciate their struggle, we shouldn't ought to be building a business around them. We should be, ought to be, we should be building a business around the 95%. Don't make that decision based solely on, uh, on money. And for that 95%, just like you have a perfect customer, they have a perfect service provider or a perfect place to buy their stuff from. It's why, <coughs> pardon me, it's why um, uh, why there's still it's why there's still stores other than Amazon and Walmart, right? Because you know some people like going to a small town mechanic. Yeah, or uh, even more, uh, you know, Goodwill. I mean, if, if, if price were yeah. the only issue, then there would only be dollar stores and Goodwill used clothing stores around, and everyone would right. drive a Hyundai, and everyone would stay in a Motel 6, and everyone would, uh, you know, walk instead of uh, flying somewhere. I mean, come on now. Right, but, well, and, and beyond that, beyond just the price issue, if I, if, if I go to do business with, with a business, absent any other choice, you know, I'll, I'll go to Walmart because it's convenient. But if, it, if I have another choice, I may, I may take the other choice. Now, I might take the other choice because it's a local business. I may take the other choice because I like the business owner. So I may go to a business owner because I like their advertising. Okay? They have a particular type of personality, and I like that personality. So, I, if, if, of course, you have to have a business owner smart enough to put their personality in their marketing at that point. But if I'm going to buy something, and well, that's exactly for, what we're talking about here. That's right. the topic is so, not to put someone else's personality, not to put out the personality that the experts tell you to put or that you think works for some. You don't have to put you're your, overthinking it completely. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. So here's here's but got this you this far in life. You own a business. <laughs> this is what I want the business owners to understand. You made a comment earlier about them pretending to be a different business owner. So you got Jim down the street. He owns a bigger he owns a bigger shop than you own. So you want you. You decide you want to be like Jim. You're going to run your ads just like Jim. You're going to do everything just like Jim. Jim's attracting business, attracting customers who like him. When you start attracting customers who like Jim and you're not Jim, you're going to fail miserably. So what you've got to do is you've got to attract customers who will like you. Well, and I think what you mean by that is even if you attract them and they come once, they're not going to come back when they realize that's not exactly. really you. They're not going to come back. And, and even if you try and pretend, it's why I don't wear suits. When I go to seminars and stuff, I don't wear suits. I, I wear, you know, I mean, I wear jeans and I wear T-shirts and, and uh, you know, and I wear... Heck, big, I've been with you at a seminar. Big, you wore a kilt. Yeah, I wear kilt. Yeah. Well, why, why do I do yeah, that? Yeah, but see, that's the point. I, let's not glass yeah. over that. I mean, that seat now, but that's a perfect point. Here to you, you just go, yeah, sure, I wore a kilt. Like, I don't know how many male or female or any, well, how many male, how many listeners do we have to this podcast that are sitting there going, oh, yeah, sure, I wore a kilt to a seminar. Like, you wore a kilt to a seminar, which is a fancy <laughs> Scottish word for a skirt. I mean, you are a like the man's man if there ever was one. If everyone's ever seen a picture of my, my vaunted co-host here, Everett Farnell, he is a hulking specimen of a lumberjack man's man, and here he is wearing a skirt. Now, of course, that's how he can get away with it, because who the heck is going to confront him? But uh, I which tell, I'd love to see. I used that. to tell people but that. You're wearing a kilt. People. You're wearing a kilt. So people would ask you, like I did, I'm sure, like, what's up right. with the kilt? And your response, I hope, would not 
not be, well, you know, the really successful copywriter across town wears a kilt. <laughs> so that's why I'm wearing it. <laughs> no, my, my response was, I like wearing a kilt, and nobody forgets me. That's right. And and it, I, I'm sure it had something to do with something, I don't know, your heritage or a something or a whatever. I mean, like... Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, my, you know, my family's Irish. And well, there you go. Came. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, my family's not Irish. I, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't even think of wearing a kilt. It's not who I am or anyone I know or whatever. I would think of wearing something else, but not a kilt. So, you know, right. it's who you are. It, and you were authentically, first of all, I wouldn't even own a kilt. How could I wear one? So you even have a kilt. And then you go, I'm going to show up at this conference wearing a kilt. Or I'm wearing shorts or jeans or a t-shirt. Like you said, you're being yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, and, I see and, all the time, uh, I as, I'm a speaker and I... You know, I'm a presenter, and I see people all the time, uh, you know, in, in groups I'm with, with speakers that are asking each other, well, how should you dress? Should you, you know, dress sharper than the audience, uh, like the audience, this, that? I'm like, you should dress like you dress. That's all. Right. When Donald Trump is on the golf course, he's wearing khaki golf pants and a polo shirt. When he's giving a speech, he's wearing a suit, by the way, with a white shirt and a red or a blue tie. Almost all the time, you will see politicians always wearing a white shirt with a red or a blue tie. And Obviously, we're going to see a lot of Hillary, who is not wearing a suit in a time, saying for a man. You're going to see a white shirt on almost everybody who is trying to sell or persuade or show influence over anybody. That's just the uniform. So if you're choosing now, but if your uniform is different, then go ahead and wear that uniform, but be yourself. So I wear a dark suit with a white shirt and a red tie. That's all I ever wear when I'm speaking somewhere or I'm at a conference or I'm whatever. But Everett shows up. In a kilt and a T-shirt. Right. Well, I assure you, we both attract clients. And we attract clients who are good for us. Um, and and that's the important thing is because you want to make sure that you're working with somebody who's good for you and who likes you. And uh, as it happens, where uh, uh, despite the difference in uniform, where uh, uh, you know we're close enough in uh, uh, in sense of humor and uh, you know in personality that we probably would we could probably swap clients and still and still get a well. But that's the thing. Ever but see people will connect. People you will attract people, people will connect. and connect. Mm-hmm. But then people will will be able to now connect with you for other reasons. So people are attracted to Trump because he doesn't take any crap from anybody. So he gets all the press, all the limelight, all the free TV, all that stuff because he's saying ridiculously outrageous, just downright stupid things all the time. He gets all that attention. But then when he gets that attention, he's now able to say something of substance to now get someone to stick with him. So it's not, you can't just get the attention. You've got to then, but but if you don't, if you all you have is substance, like the other 16 candidates that went up with him and didn't know how to get the attention from him, then nobody can go along with him. The, 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 one, the last one in the race is the perfect example. This John Kasich, who everyone said is the best Republican candidate. This guy has all the policies right. He's got all the experience right. He's he, likable. He might be the positive. best. But... He can win the election. He can beat Hillary. Everything's right. But he could not attract <laughs> Feet. Well, how, how how long has Marco Rubio been out? Two uh, months, a month and a half, as we're recording. Month and a half. Okay. So uh, so when when I checked the stats, when I checked the stats, Marco Rubio still had, even though he'd been out a month and a half, he still had more. I checked the stats the day before Kasich dropped. Well, out. he's still beating Kasich. Um, he still was beating Kasich. Well, that's why so they that's say just, they say why did Kasich, uh, which is today, hasn't even happened yet as we're recording this. Uh, Kasich is going to bow out of the race. They say yeah because he's fourth in a two-person race right now. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. So uh, you know, he's losing yeah, but this is America, Rubio, damn it. And if any anyone wants to run for president, they can, and they can keep running oh, as yeah. long as they want. This is America. Oh, and yeah, good for him. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not. Ah, uh, 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 but see, you uh, just said the magic hey, word, hey. and so I want well, those magic words to resonate with all our listeners. Good for him. Are you yeah, running your him. business that it's all about you? You're going to have a very lonely, failing business like the campaign of John Kasich. Notice how I don't know if there are many podcasts out there. Lessons learned from John Kasich podcasts. I doubt there are any, but there's they, they, certainly they, we're going to go on. We just got we just got our ticket to go on for another at least six months and maybe another four and a half or eight and a half years. And believe we we have that many topics to help oh, business yeah. owners based on what you see Donald Trump saying and doing. Based on the Trump show. The Trump yeah. show. That's exactly what I call it. Uh, I, I yeah. remember when I I went onto Facebook on the the day of the first Republican debate debate back in January, whatever it was, and I said, "So who's turning on their TV right now to watch the Trump show?" I mean, this was going to be like ten guys. Remember, they had to have two different things. There were so many guys in this thing, like two many, right. two different levels of debates, and you're you're off on the side, and you're this and you're that, and it, make no mistake, that was the Trump show. I was like, yeah. "Who's watching the Trump show?" Nobody watching the Chris Christie show or the whoever else show. I can't even name any of the guys anymore. But it was all always about Donald Trump. Well, what's going on in your neck of the woods, in your industry, in your area? Are people saying, I gotta just tune into this guy and I gotta open his next email and read his next newsletter and check out his next video just to see what this guy's gonna say or do next? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's there's a... Um uh, there's a well-known motif for used car dealers where they have, you know, ridiculous, over-the-top kind of. It started. Uh, uh, it started with some cow, cowboy hat-wearing guy out in California, but you, you can catch him anywhere. And there's always somebody who'll come up and they'll have some nutty commercial with some over-the-top personality, and they're riding a horse or they're riding a bull or they're sure. Um, you depending know, they're on the cr- time of the year, they're dressed cars. like Superman, they're dressed like Santa Claus, yeah, and then yeah, they're exactly. dressed like whatever. And, and what happens with those is exactly what you said that when the commercial comes on when the new commercial comes on everybody's got to stop and watch the commercial and find out what this crazy son of a bitch is doing this time it's just but they get the views but then it gives him the opportunity to put in the substance of one by the way i have this such and such a car for only this much money and i guarantee you financing right and and here's the thing is that a lot of people watch those commercials and say i would never buy anything from that idiot but there's a lot of people who watch those commercials and say hey they get their attention they say hey i'm gonna go down and buy a car from that idiot and right well i've been saying that for years that the way that you win the election for president is you get 50 million americans to hate you (laughs) exactly exactly 50 or 60 or whatever the number is half of the people are going to vote against that's just the way it is well you don't need half of the people in your town to buy something from you for you to have a very successful business so you can go ahead and be yourself i got a client here's an example i have a client who is uh well he he has his business but then his hobby is hunting so he is constantly posting up to his facebook page or whatever his picture of here i am with me with a uh, a dead cheetah wrapped around his neck or you know i'm kneeling down with a dead elk or whatever all these typical classic poses they always take when they kill their prey and whatever and it never fails as he gets all these comments of like how could you do that and who would you whatever how would you whatever but you know he then gets loads of comments about like hey wow where'd you get that and i i've always been meaning to go to africa and like woo Mm -hmm. ha woo well 
he's going to, sure, have enemies that say whatever, but he's also going to get people fiercely loyal to him because they're like, hey, look at this guy. He's not afraid to be himself and be who he is, and there's something he's got in common with me. And my suspicion is that my suspicion is his business has nothing to do with uh, with hunting. So he's doing something else, whatever that is, um, and posting these pictures of, of hunting things and getting people who, uh, uh, some people will like his brass. Like, I'm not big on hunting, but I like the fact that this guy has the, has the stones to put them well, on. Well, that's a good point because that's me. I would never hunt. Yeah. I would never, I don't own a gun. I wouldn't be shooting animals. So I'm glad all my neighbors own guns, of course. But, uh, you know, I'm not shooting <laughs> animals or whatever. But, you know, I actually even went to the shooting range with this client of mine a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He, he actually moved to this close by to where I moved to uh, uh, six months ago. He recently okay. moved into the area. He took my beautiful wife, Michelle, and I to a shooting range, which I hadn't been to since a friend in high school took me there. So it been 40 years since I'd shot a gun. But, you know, we put in the earplugs. We shot the, the targets, whatever. We had a blast. But it's not anything I would ever do or whatever. But you're right. My response is I don't, regardless of whether I admire, and I don't even know the names of any of the animals he's killing or whatever, it's not anything I would do, but I do admire the fact that he's being himself and that he's so right. sold out on it that he doesn't just say, oh, I like hunting. He's always posting pictures of, hey, I'm going for another two weeks to Africa again, and I'm going now. I just went to the sporting goods store, well, and I bought this thing, and I got, I got the whatever for $400. I got a sight to put on my rifle, and I'm going to go sit in the cold up in a tree for two weeks and hope a deer walks by me. Like, <laughs> he is so committed what he's committed well, to that I love. And here's the other here's the other thing that happens. Now, so there's there's people like you who see it and appreciate it for what it is, even though they're not interested in it, but they appreciate the fact that he has the stones to put it up there, even though he's going to get a ration of shit for it. Then there's the second uh, the second group of people who are people who want to do that, but for whatever reason haven't been able to up till now. And he then represents kind of a vicarious thrill for them. So now that's another bond that he grow that he that he makes with these people. That they're they're vicariously living from him through him, um, you know, when he goes and posts pictures of his African safari and stuff. And then the final group of people are the people who are also hunters and uh, and you know do the same things that he do, does, and they get along with him and you know they like him because they have something in common and et cetera, et cetera. So it actually reaches beyond just the I, I have something in common with you. It, it moves beyond that and 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 it creates uh, it creates a lot of bonds. It creates a it builds a lot of bonds with people and the only people it pisses off are people he probably wouldn't want to do business with anyway. I mean, do you well, really want exactly. to do business and, with somebody? And, who... and to bring this episode to a close on that note, that's something you, you cannot be. You can do whatever you want. You're a business owner. I'm just suggesting you really can't be afraid to piss off people who are not going to buy from you anyway because when you do that, that also sends a message to your chosen target market that you're with them. I'll leave you with one last example. It's from the restaurants, which are mostly from the old days where the sign in the front of a nice restaurant would say, jacket required for men mm-hmm. and what that does is people walking in going what the, what do you mean jacket I'm never going to eat there with the jacket required but everyone in that club everyone with the highfalutin muckety muck I'm wearing a jacket and a tie to dinner crowd is so happy when they see people turned away at the door because the guy who's otherwise very successful sharp he might have pulled up in a Mercedes but he's not wearing a jacket so you don't get 
to pay money to overprice payments of whatever it costs in this restaurant here to eat at the restaurant. And that lets everyone else in the restaurant feels good about that when they see somebody get kicked out because they're not following the rules. They don't belong in the exclusive club that I'm in. So don't be afraid to do that with your prospects and your customers. I ran small business marketing groups and I had live monthly events for six years and I told my beautiful wife, Michelle, who would be in charge of the incoming registration table and all the people at that table, whenever somebody refuses to sign the waiver form when they come into the room because we're taking photos and videos and we need the waiver to be able to put their the video up onto YouTube or whatever just because they're in it. If they, you know, and I'm like, sign this form that if you don't want to be seen in the background of a photo that you won't sue us for that or whatever. It's some kind of standard waiver form. Well, if they wouldn't sign that or if they hadn't, even worse, if they hadn't paid their membership dues and they canceled and then they tried to sneak in anyway because they still love the group but they just, you know, didn't want to pay for the group. I was like, let me know who those people are because I'm going to make a big show of stopping what I'm doing in the middle of my talk and saying, excuse me, is there a Joe Smith here in the room? And when he raises his hand or stands up, I'm going to walk over and I'm going to kick him out. And whatever, and I'm going to tell, him, tell everyone why. I'm going to say, Joe here canceled mentorship last month. So he obviously believes that all of you in the room here should be paying the $97 a month, but he should get in free. So he is being rude to everyone here in the room that he's better than all of you. He should get to come in and learn everything and make deals with everybody and eat all the food for free while all you people pay for him. That's how he feels. Do we want him in the room? And everyone went crazy, get him out of here. So don't be afraid to get rid of people that are not going to buy from you in a big showy way. Look at Donald Trump, just as we're we're doing here as an example you we've all seen you might maybe haven't at his rallies we'll just say get that guy out of here now he stopped with the ridiculous you know punch him in the face nonsense but he still will say get him out of here just get him out of here he's a loser get him out of here be nice to him but get him out get out get out get out make a big show of your detractors get out and what does that do to the rest of the audience when he says that they all go crazy they go crazy they love it and, and here's the other thing that they, just to just to, to make comment about the example you just gave with the guy who kicked out of your uh, 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 your marketing group. The thing that uh, uh, it, it does a couple other things too. Number one, it teaches everybody that don't you know don't try to sneak in. If if you do cancel, don't show back up. Well, of and course, two, it does that. yeah, it teaches them it teaches them that. And uh, 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 and number two, <coughs> pardon me, what the, uh, what was I going to say? It um, oh, it creates value in in being there. So now that the, uh, not only is it some guys trying to break the rules, some guys trying to sneak in, but now you're you you gave a whole list of stuff that they get for their ninety seven dollars a month that he's now trying to steal from you, and uh, and it reinforces the value of the group. Because, oh right, because if anybody was now, in the room, they're going, yeah, I'm paying. thinking of canceling. You know, is this worth it? Well, look how people what people are doing. They are driving mm-hmm. for hours. They're leaving their business. They're taking time away from their family or their business or just sitting home watching Dancing with the Network, uh, American X Factor. Survivor Apprentice Show or whatever the heck they want to watch and they're, they're drive all the way here to sneak into this event. That's how valuable it is to be in here. You make a big show of walking them out. So do that in your business as well. Do not be afraid to be yourself, be authentic, which will repel the people that don't like you. They weren't going to do business with you anyway, but it'll do a, a fantastic job of attracting more and more rabid following of the people that might or will do business with you. Okay, so that brings this episode to a close. Now, 
we're going to discuss on the next episode. And I know I lost everything. I lost you for a minute, but you're back. I am. I, I'm not sure what happened. And just in time. Well, I, I did some filler there by just talking to myself for, for a while. But now we're, going to, uh, now we're going to get to what you teased our audience with at the end of our last episode. We're going to get into the next week's episode, which is, according to you, the most important now, how did you put it? I, I said it to me. For me, it's the most important thing business owners can do to help ensure their success, and it's one of the things, if not the thing, that they screw up the most. Fantastic! I can't wait. That episode, just by the nature of just how you just uh, just gave that little blurb about it, is absolutely going to be terrifically, fantastically huge. Huge. It's monumental. I'm telling you, people are going to get so tired of that episode winning so much. Uh, back to a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, say monumental. He just says huge. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.